Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place you can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. <laughs> Here we are, just a few days after Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Getting ready for the new year here in like just a couple days. And uh, I, here we are. I am your host, or we are your host, Pastor David. We got James. You got me, that's me. Ben is here today, all fresh and uh, healed up, looking nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Pastor Caesar. Man, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we started a conversation right before the podcast started. We got just me like, all riled up. We just like, wait, just push record and let's just finish talking about this. <laughs> you know, we are um, known to talk about a little food around here sometimes. Uh, we like our food. And uh, so we started start talking about cheddars. I like cheddars. You can get you a good meal for a reasonable price. Um, the atmosphere is nice. Good people go there. <laughs> but Caesar don't think so. Caesar does not like cheddars. I am totally indifferent about cheddars. It's totally okay. That's about where you, I'm you at. Know, you're, okay, okay. I will agree 100% with that statement. Yeah. It is totally okay. It is the world's okayest food. <laughs> but it's got an okay price, too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking. It's, but, it's but, not about the restaurant for me. Okay. It's not about you the You don't like the color of the carpet? No. No, it's not that. It's not that. You don't like the fan that's kind of weird that turns in the middle of the restaurant. That doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. I think their aesthetic and their food is fine. I think all that is You don't like the menu. You know what? It's... What I don't like is the way people always describe cheddars. They always say, they, like, they describe it as if it's the best thing since sliced bread. It is not. You know, we um, we pass by it all the time. The line is out the door. Which, and it's uh, like, first of all, what cheddars do you go to? Well, the one off of Fairmont. So that's your problem. <laughs> All right, That's so Pastor David, it, it, there it is. You heard it here first. No, I say that He's because... he got a problem that, with Fairmont people. No, <laughs> no, I say that because that one, the line is always long. Wait a minute. Last time we did talk about your cousin that lived off Fairmont. Wait a minute. I'm starting to paint the, I'm starting to paint the picture here. You're all right. No, no, no. I, I don't like restaurants you have to wait at, especially right now with the whole COVID thing. It's you have to like call in and get on the list and uh-huh. then like so I mean I get it but the, all the restaurants right there on Fairmont there's so many people in that area uh-huh. and that's where all the restaurants are so the line is quite long but it's just for me it's the world's okayest food yeah cheddars is good because you know why I like cheddars because <laughs> Sticking there's with it. there's something for every everyone on the menu. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, look. But is that the best? No, it's no, not. No, 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 not the best. I mean, that's what. That's it's what nothing those, compared to Luby's. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not. You don't we're get me not, started. We're not getting uh, Okay, okay. Let me, let's let's compare it to this. Well, Luby's. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know where that one's going. Cheddar's or Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. What in the world? That we should be saying Cheddar's or Chili's. Yeah, yeah Chili's. That, that's oh, good. Chili's. I hate Chili's. But there's not a like line cheddars. out the door though. I know that because it ain't good. <laughs> the only thing good there is like that. Their mold, Chili's that, not even good. That molten lava cake. <laughs> I think the that's the only good, thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's the last like, two times I went to Chili's, it was the worst experience in my life. Is that because of the server or because of the... Because of the food. And I don't know who didn't get my food out within an hour and 15 minutes. Okay, an Ooh. hour and 15 minutes. And there was half a restaurant there. Um, so that happened two mm-hmm. different times. So I'm done with uh, Chili's. 
I'm not done with Lulu's. Yeah, you should have just <laughs> said it the way. Yeah, but if <laughs> you, you tried to. This is my thing. It's called Chili's, right? I don't so know. So you, you better have a good bowl of chili. <laughs> I think it's talking about the peppers. I don't peppers. care. If it's called chilies, you better have some chili. And let me tell you who has better chili than chilies. You better not say Louis. Wendy's. Wendy's? <laughs> <laughs> the little red-headed girl with the freckles? Heck yeah. You know she's from the South, bro. See, I, I've heard good things about their chili. I went to Wendy's chili. a few months ago because that's not the one that's readily acceptable. I mean, accessible, right? But they really kicked up their game at Wendy's. Yeah. Wendy's, they got that Baconator. Uh-huh. And all I got to say... Does that bacon there in the breakfast time is a good deal right there. The sausage <laughs> My mom patty. likes Wendy's. I've always Wendy's thought Wendy's girl. was what it is. Yeah. Okay, so I had a discussion of Bunny Trail. We had a discussion. I even took a poll on this uh, with some of the other young adults here. But uh, my wife and I, we got into a uh, an intense moment of fellowship over this. Because whenever she said, intense she said, hey, moment. can you order me a, um, uh, a Frosty? And then I asked her. Okay, what flavor? And she <laughs> she gave me yes. Come on, the dirtiest look. Shout out it to Marina. Just chocolate. <laughs> the dirtiest. No, look. no, no, no. There's flavors now. There's flavors. Yeah, now. but they don't need flavors. Well, Everybody's getting the chocolate one. And that's that's what you know she said. You yeah. know, but I asked what flavor, and then she gave me the dirtiest look. There's no such thing as a vanilla frosty. A that's frosty all, was always chocolate it's on yeah. the menu. I know it, <laughs> and I get aggravated every time. Whoa, you want a chocolate or vanilla? No, I want a frosty. <laughs> Dude, my friend always had the keychain where you get a free frosty anytime you want. What? Yeah, what yeah, flavor dude. did he get? <laughs> That's the thing, bro. You pay it's like a dollar and then you get like I don't even know if it costs any money. I think you could get it at the mall or something. They have a little kiosk. Shoot, you I'm gonna you jump get a little keychain and you just say, let me get a free Frosty and then okay. you pull up. And oh, you that have sounds sweet. Why yeah. have I heard of this before? Well, That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I found this out last year. Look, and they're talking about free stuff and James is like, what? Where? where? Uh, uh, where? where? <laughs> okay, well, getting back to Cheddar's because I know we buddy, bunny trailed real quick. But I think my problem with it just stems from a, uh, from something that's a lot deeper and darker. <laughs> right? It's like it's like we, we live in a culture right now that we just celebrate mediocrity, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. And Here we, we and we think that mediocre, mediocre. Th- thank you. Keep yes, going. yes. Keep going. Clap, clap for me. I thrive on it. But yes, it, it, you know, we live in a culture now that just celebrates okay things, and we make okay things be like the best thing ever. You know, look at music, right? Right now, the the the, the people that are topping the charts are they're not even saying lyrics. Yeah, but it's different. I think you there's two different things because. Music Music, you can't like if you make good music, you can't charge thirty nine ninety nine for that album because your your music's better than this first guy that's coming out and he can't you know he only has to charge five ninety nine. But okay, food you can charge eight ninety nine for that plate. But if you go to a really nice restaurant, you can charge fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. So you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for, but let's not celebrate mediocrity as if you're eating, you know, you get you're getting a nine dollar plate of cheddars and you're making it seem like it's a fifty dollar steak or something like it is not. So people I appeal to you. Look, I got some leftovers right here. He does, he has it right now. Cheddar leftovers? And let me tell y'all what I got, okay? Tell me how mediocre this is. Okay. Very tell me about how mediocre a penne pasta 
with spiced Cajun oh, sausage. That's it's my, got that's spiced Cajun chicken on it. <laughs> and and it, came, it came with about seven to eight shrimp that are spicy, uh-huh. and it was way plenty of food. Hey, in the in the eleven ninety nine, the honey butter uh, cinnamon rolls or whatever they got. Oh, yeah. the croissants you have to pay for. So I now mean, you get a, you get one free with your dinner. But let me tell you, okay, like, with that example, let me tell you how people talk about it. They're talking about it as if they're eating it right off the coast of Italy. Uh-huh. You know, and they're like, I'm oh, it's, on this one it's, 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 it's delicious. It's the best $8 pasta you could ever buy. No, no, yeah. that was $12, $12. plus tip. Look, you yeah, can get out of there with less than 20 bucks. And if you go spend <laughs> 20 bucks a person, you know how much better food you could get. We're in Houston. Houston. <laughs> Houston. You people, people all around the world. He said, you people. know that Houston he you be- is like one of the biggest hubs for all sorts of food on the planet. <laughs> and we're in Houston. And people are going to Cheddar's and movies and they're talking about like how great the pasta is. <laughs> that is my thing with it. So that is why I agree with you, Caesar. Thank you. Thank you. But look, if you want some average, but I'm, look, Cheddar's, you're doing it. All right? People. People are going to Cheddar's, and they want exactly what Cheddar's is offering. Cheddar's is the average Joe's. So, you know, good for you. You're doing it. But I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm with you, though. It's not anything special at all. It's like, like it was my grandpa's birthday. Everybody, happy birthday, Pastor Ron. You happy know. birthday. Happy birthday. Ron. So we went to Cheddar's, and happy I don't birthday. know whose choice it was. Pastor Ron. I don't know who to blame. Probably my sister's idea. Look, we had a good time at Cheddar's. It was, it was a great time. And I got some salmon, and it was totally fine. <laughs> I get this text right now from our, 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 our receptionist. Uh, she said um, she never knew that anybody could be so passionate about lubies right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before anybody else Shout gets upset, <laughs> before, before anybody else gets upset, we're going to jump. Culture Corner. I wish Chatters would get a little culture. Man. Well, we're passionate about our food around you here. You know, Houston's famous for inventing like, its own like categories of food and stuff. You ever heard like V-Occasion? That's a real thing. Started in Houston, Texas. People go around the world for that. I think I'll just go to Cheddar. Not for Cheddar. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. Well, like I, like I mentioned, we are passionate about our food. That's why two thirds of this podcast is a little overweight. <laughs> it's funny that y'all say I get real intense about it, but like I don't even really care about food. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I know. <laughs> Anyways, we, real, before we jump into that, James one time told me that uh, he just he doesn't even like chewing because it's like too chewing. much work. I just, if I didn't have to eat, if that was like an option, I could choose to not eat and just not be hungry and stuff. That, I would pick that. That's where I won't agree eat. with you, bro. Bro, I'm just I'm like sitting there at the table you, you know, know enjoying it money, like making it a plate making it look pretty that's what gets me good. out of bed bro I, I don't care I'd much rather just not have to eat and be able to accomplish more things spend that money on something oh else oh my uh, goodness food too much work to chew <laughs> <laughs> anyways I love the dad jokes today on Culture Corner alright what you got for us I heard this on the uh, on something I was listening to, and I thought it would be kind of interesting. I'm not the you know the biggest movie buff out there, but I have seen a couple movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's literally seen a couple. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys 
the better comedian slash actor, Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey? Okay. Adam Sandler is like the Cheddars. <laughs> <laughs> let me just run down. So, you can just keep cranking out movies. People will keep watching them. All right, let me just go over a couple movies. Adam Sandler. Happy Gilmore. Great but he's movie. got some classics, yeah. That's what right? made everything, classic, man. Classic. Yeah. Big Daddy. Classic. Yeah. Fun. Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. You got Waterboy on Waterboy. Yeah, yeah. Anger Management. Mm-hmm. And Spanglish. You know how to get the Spanglish in there. Yeah, yeah. you did. You Latin white boy. All right. Jim Carrey. Ace Ventura. Yeah, classic, too. The Mask. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ace Ventura already said that. Cable guy. <laughs> liar liar. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Almighty. Oh yeah. Was a good one. I mean that's a pretty that's a, it's a pretty tight line there, I think. But look, but let's Adam not forget Sandler. the Grinch. The Grinch. I oh, seen yeah. the Grinch on that and didn't but see it, so I couldn't even comment on it. The Grinch is literally a, yeah, the number one Jim Christmas Jim. movie it, in it, the game. It's a, it's amazing. And Jim Carrey created how great that movie is. Every aspect of that movie is because of Jim Carrey being the Grinch, bro. You know, but I, I, yeah. Adam I Sandler Adam's, could never be the Grinch. <laughs> well, you know, because when you start talking about their range, right? Yeah. Their, their range of where they're just not a comedian, but they can really go there. I think they both have the. They got their works, you know. Like what was it? Uh, what was that one movie? The uh, something the. Uh, Eternal something of the spotless mind or oh, something like that. Uh, you're talking about, uh, yeah, it's got a weird title. That's yeah. a weird movie. It's a weird movie, but he like he Eternal Sunshine Sun of the Spotless Mind. I think something I think he's like in there that. or something like that. Um, Never heard but, of but it. But I did. This, this movie's a big deal. But, okay, but, guys, but yeah. just take our word for it. It's not the Cheddars of movies. That one, that, that one just made a mark in your life. You can't even remember no, the title. No, it's such a weird movie because it's like I'm trying to remember exactly. It's such a complicated. story storyline where does he is it like he's going through time or he's going through different realities he's going it but i think it's all in his mind i don't know it's been years since i've even it's some weird thing where there's this program where you can go to it and they will like delete memories that you don't want so a lot of people go there and like they had a bad relationship they had got a divorce or whatever and they just want to get forget that part of life i need to talk to this dude because i got this ninja dude out of my head <laughs> I don't know if you were here for that. Bit. Oh, oh gosh! But, but then, bit. but then you look at somebody like Sandler as well, and he's got he's got that movie. Um, where is what was that? well Spanglish? You mentioned it. Spanglish. Spanglish is a great movie. Yeah, and he's he doesn't play the clown, uh, which is his normal role, and he, he kind of has one role, I think. Yeah, I mean he's a comedian. Yeah, but but I mean like he he could switch it up. He I could, see it like he this. could, but why? Well, he's That'd be money. like a basketball player saying. Eh. I'm gonna play football this week. Yeah. Michael Jordan did Michael, that. Michael Jordan, he was a terrible yeah, baseball, baseball player. Yeah. Right, but that's because they made him because he was gambling Ooh. on the sport. By mm-hmm. the way, <laughs> you're gonna go in all the conspiracies. Yes, they had to just like, why don't you set out for a couple of years? And then he went down to the minor leagues and bought them dudes brand new buses and stuff because uh-huh, he wasn't yeah. going in the old nasty buses. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. this way I see it. Jim Carrey swings a little harder. Yes, and when he hits, he hits, but. He does strike out. And Adam Sandler definitely, ha- he's hitting home runs too. Mm-hmm. We named a bunch of big ones. But that dude, if you pulled up like every movie he's been in, 
that guy will have been in like 50 plus. Yes. He is constantly putting stuff out. So he's a lot more consistent. He'll put out yep. some pretty average stuff and, and then every now and then he'll hit a good shot. And not only that, he's also he's also a musician. He's, yep. he's released some records in the past. Yep. They were both on SNL. Um but let me see. But Carrie is also an artist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Yeah, but yeah, he's kind of went off. Yeah, he's way off doing there. art and hating yeah. Trump right he's now. He's kind of coming back being a little less crazy. Well, I don't but know. There I, was a few years he is horrible. Yeah, he went, he went hippie to the extreme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't even recognize him. Yeah, nah. He talks about a lot of spirituality stuff. Not yeah, Christ, but like not Christianity. Really weird. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Christianity. But yeah. it's like some weird form of Catholicism plus hippie drug magic or something I don't know yeah yeah it's really I think weird. I think Jim Carrey's more of the whole acting and the way he moves and the whole shebang of how he is as a person is kind of what makes him funny and Adam Sandler I watched some movie for like 10 minutes today was it The Longest Yard or something oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? and one. every single movie I've ever what is it Grown Ups all these movies he's in he's the exact same person yeah. he might as well same be character. the exact same character you yeah. know Happy Gilmore and, in every single one yeah, yeah. you know and they're, they're all just you know the same little random little jokes you know calling somebody like an elf or something you know like <laughs> now, now these are they're, these are the definitely, same they're definitely A-listers yeah. absolutely but I, I think uh, if if you wanted to really get who's the best and who's this and that, I would throw my name. I, I would throw. You say you throw your own name. And in I would there? throw my name in there. No, I'd say neither uh, one of them. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all that hand clapping went to his head. Yeah, all ago. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, like, what's the name? I'm like Tinkerbell, you know, and I need hand claps to survive. Wow, um, I'm like Tinkerbell. <laughs> put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt you like that. <laughs> Robin Williams. Lord, please don't oh, never. Robin. Robin. Lord, good. please don't never let me start a sentence. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Tinkerbell. <laughs> Robin Williams. Now that guy. Moving on. <laughs> that guy. He did some cool. He, he's he was, funny. He's a funny. He's guy. funny, but he is a true actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, sure. he's, not a, he's not a comedian. He's a funny actor. I would. You know. I know. He's he's based as as a comedian. Started in stand up. But he's a true actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a trick. So I think that both of those, you know, whenever you got somebody like that, that's like, that's the guy for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Comedians could be great actors, but you can't be like an actor and then try to become a comedian. That's never going to work. Yeah. I was yeah. About to say that. That's, yeah. A, that's a thing. A lot of comedians can do some acting, but not many actors can do comedy. No. And then right. you get somebody like, you know, Kevin Hart and something like that. And Kevin Hart, same kind of thing. He always kind of plays that same you know, thing. Same little, you know, but that's what people want to see. You know, when they think of Kevin Hart, they don't want to see him Chatters. acting like Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always playing the, 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 the little, the little guy. <laughs> The little yeah. guy with uh, with a big man complex or something um, like that. He's always yelling. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know, but he's doing big things. So I, I guess you know the, he's getting the bag though. You know, and I he's getting pretty jacked too, man. Is he? Yeah, Will Ferrell. Oh, Will Ferrell, of course. He is definitely one that's like plays the same character. I mean, yeah. But I, in general, I like a lot of Will Ferrell stuff. Yeah, um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's a little before my time. Eddie, Eddie Murphy has had a couple evolutions uh-huh. as a as a as a comedian, actor, and all of that. Well, I think Eddie Murphy was like you know you had the original raw Eddie Murphy, and then he went into like 
kid movies, which was super weird to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if you if you listen, not that I'm encouraging you to, but if you listen to his early stuff, I mean, it is foul. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, let's see. There's a, there's more. We talked about Kevin Hart, um, David Spade, Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a classic. Yeah, Bill, Mur- Bill Murray. Anything he does is usually really interesting, even if it's not like super laugh out loud funny it's probably just interesting you ever heard like any of the just like all the stories of bill murray just like life stories about him just showing up places and stuff like bill murray does you can't contact if you want bill murray in your movie you can't hit him up and ask him you can't call his manager he doesn't have any of that you don't you can't get a hold of him because he's just i'm bill murray and i'm gonna do whatever i want and he might bar he might you. you don't know where he's at you don't know where he lives he's just doing his own thing and occasionally he, he might show sleeping. up and say yeah i guess i'll do that movie. he knows when know. you're awake Dude, he's he knows if up, you've been bad or good go just google some bill murray stuff and you will you will like bill okay murray. so so we're talking about Jim Carrey. I have another one that's pretty close to Jim Carrey, and if he was still alive today, um, he would probably be on that standard. Chris Farley. Oh yeah, Chris yeah. Farley, was fat good. guy in, in a little, little coat. Yeah, Chris that Farley guy. was always good on yeah. SNL. Man, he Timeless. used to kill on SNL. So Till the coat killed him. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pull it. What, about, what about this one? What about we this one? There. Oh. <laughs> what about Bill Cosby? <laughs> Dude, nah, Bill Cosby used to be my favorite. Man, you know, Bill Cosby hurt so many feelings, bro. I used to used to be my favorite. So, Doctor Hustable, it's a joke, man. He's joking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, nah, he used to be. Yeah, I used to really like Bill Cosby stuff. Yeah, I mean, the stuff's still funny. You know, yeah, but his, really, his name now is it's it's equivalent if you it's would so if you would tainted. yeah if you would just say you know name I mean, somebody fat, Hitler. We're talking about Fat Albert and some of the classic stuff like that that he's done, and I know that the Cosby Show, the Cosby Show, and a lot of that other stuff was going on during those times. So, um, but if you just separate the art from you know some of the other stuff, but it's so hard to do that. I know it is. I, I know it is. But he was one of the greatest. One of the mm-hmm. greatest. Um, undeniable, undeniable. It's just it, it's hard to it's hard to agree, but yeah. but you know I do. But yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, let's go on to the next part. We got a song for you today, King and Country together, featuring Kirk Franklin and Tori Kelly. Country. 
with Kurt Franklin and Tori Kelly. Um, I like for King and Country. They always have really big songs. I mean, the music sounds real big. Yeah, um, they play a lot of their their instruments. Um, it's just a, a really good King Country. Let's hear it, dude. They're kind of like the Cheddars of the. <laughs> No way! No way! King and Country's a good band. I didn't say Cheddar's was bad. No, they're better than good. There we go again. It's okay. No, they are a great band. Here's my issue. Not a problem. An issue with that. Not a problem. An issue. Their vocals are off the charts. Amazing. Yeah, amazing musicians. Same thing. Like great food. But you know, it, it's it's like the same thing with like Lincoln Brewster for me too. Is it? It's all the same kind of category. Their studio stuff compared to what they can do live, there's no comparison. Their studio stuff is like they're just trying to sell whatever because they need a filler and it might be good whatever. But whenever you listen to them live, you listen to what they can really do. I'm like, why don't they release that? Because that's fantastic. Yeah. Their live stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, man. I'm more of a studio, give it to me nice and clean and crisp and, you know. It's boring. But you know what? I also, I mean, if I'm going to just put myself out there. Put it out there. And I know this is probably not going to go well with the people in this room. It's okay. I like the poppy radio hits. Most people do, though. Have you always... Have no, you always no, liked that, or no. did you hit a certain age that you were just like, I want this now? Well, I, I, <laughs> I hit it for a long time because we used to make, I mean, we used to make music, you know, and it was one of those things that that wasn't cool. It wasn't cool to have the, the pop song or whatever. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I started thinking about it, at, and as a record label owner, that's when it all started. Mm-hmm. Um, because I seen what you could do if you just made the music that you liked mm-hmm. or you made three songs on the album that everybody liked. Yeah, it's more marketable for sure. And then that's when that's when um, it kind of changed for me. Mm-hmm. And then I really started lending my ear to the music instead of just pushing it off. Mm-hmm. And I started listening to some of the some of the Bieber stuff that he was doing and it, it was done well, right? All those pop songs are done well. You started That's why appreciating th- the productions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then my ear started being bent towards that a little bit and that's kind of when I started really leaning into it a little yeah. bit. And you get into that realm of, you know, art versus... I guess because it is a science, it's very exacting, right? right? And what, what the what what you train ears to listen to and all that stuff like that. But you know, from a musician standpoint, and 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 it's just feel, right? We always talk about feel, mm-hmm. and I just appreciate the feel. The feel is not necessarily marketable, right? You know, it's not, but there is just something that it's it, it that's communicated sonically that you're just like I can you know I can jive with that. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is. That it's all too familiar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It all kind of sounds the same. It's got the same big sense in it, and it's all got that same drum breakdown in it, and it's all at the same points at the mm-hmm. same time, and your head bobs at the same speed, and all that stuff. That stuff kind of gets tiring after a while, yeah. but it sonically, it sounds good to me. But it's the same thing. You can, you can say that about any genre of music. You yeah. can say that about rock music. If you listen to rock music, a lot mm-hmm. of the same chord progressions or whatever. You know, you can say it about country music. You can say it about hip hop. 
uh, got the same little hi hats in every song. You know, yeah. you can say that about anything. So yeah. yeah, just like the really big songs. Yeah, you know, sounds real big but, and real full and all those type of deals. And that's kind of it's kind of like you bring that up, and it's kind of it, it feels like almost like it's a social engineering thing, right? Yeah. It's because we've all been trained to listen to that and that's why whenever we hear something new or, or you know in quotation new right um our ears so attracted to it um but even in that you know in that vein there whenever it's live or whenever you just have a, an actual human to it I, I like the errors in the music i like that sometimes not everybody comes in on time i mean you know it's it's like microseconds you know it, but but you feel it that's what the feel is and whenever everything is studio and uh, i always butcher this word quantize Quantize, quantize. Yeah, I always add an extra thing. Quantize <laughs> it, it, it uh, an extra syllable, <laughs> it, it, and it all falls on that same downbeat, downbeat. It's perfect every time, and I just, I really like the imperfections. And you're right about being trained to like certain music, right? Because that's what the radio does. I play the same song over and over and over again mm-hmm. um, until you like it. I, and that's one thing about when you make music. You just—it's really not good to listen to your song over and over and over again mm-hmm. because then you start liking something that needs to be fixed. Cheddar's is the quantized version. That's actually any any of those big chains, yeah, or exactly that. It's, yeah. you know it's a science. Sounds yeah. like y'all need to check out this band, uh, Eucalyptus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've heard of them. Ah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think those musicians are. Uh, oh look, yeah, he got the. I've been rocking it all week, bro. Yeah, Ever really? since Sunday, I've been going around and HEB. This dude looked at me crazy, like, "What was I talking about?" And even Noah kind of just like. And you said, "Yo, are you gonna ignore what?" <laughs> you said, "Yo, it's this tight new band. You gotta go check it out." Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so their title, their title is uh, "Go ahead and ignore this if you want." Have you guys ha- had anybody just come to you and say, "Well, what do you want me to ignore?" Yeah, well, not really. I went to the mall yesterday and had the hoodie and the hat on, so I yeah, was I rocking it. <laughs> like the yellow is just screaming. That's yeah, the idea. But everybody man. just kind of they like look. Look at it. Look at the hoodie. Look at me. And then they like, re- they you know, they put it all together, and then they, they, you know, then we're walking by each other. You know, <laughs> it's exactly so the same I have, look like I have absolutely no night. idea what they're th- what they're saying or what they're thinking. But yeah, it's exactly. But Noah wanted to know what was this. Ignore this. What what is this? You know, and well, it's the like, album, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, I just said, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever this you, whatever want, you want it to be. You know? <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. There you That's go. exactly what I told him. For me, it's Chatters, and I will ignore it. And you will ignore it. <laughs> well, Happy New Year, everyone. We are excited. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for the past 16, 17 episodes, however many it's been. Thanks for hanging out and sticking with us over this, you know, this journey that we've been on. Uh, if you've been here from the very beginning, you kind of seen us sprout our wings and the things have changed a little bit we've kind of got a little bit better at what we're doing so um so thanks for hanging out we're gonna do uh keep on going 2021 gonna keep on doing this thing as long as you guys are listening we'll put it out um but new year's how many of y'all do a new year's resolution so I never do them never. I know we were talking about resolutions today but yeah I'd never do them why James you want to know why yeah, I, I really want to know it's a lot of effort no it's not it because I don't I just think it's stupid when people like look at some day on the calendar and as if it has some big significance 
Uh, so, like, if I have something that I think should be better in my life, I don't just say, well, maybe January 1st, everything will be different, and then I'll do that thing. No, I'm just, like, constantly trying to be better at whatever the thing is. So I don't I don't wait for, like, I don't make a big resolution. I just say, oh, I'm lacking in this area. Let me go ahead and work on that. So, so it's not the thing itself. It's, it's just kind of... It's just, like, making some, like, as, it's like pretending, like, January has some magic in it. That like now I can lose that weight or now I'll start that habit that I needed, you know, now just like, let's just do it today. Why don't we do it now? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that because, um, early in my marriage, there was, I needed to work on a lot of things in my life. Right. Uh You know, just, just coming back to church, um, really trying to build my relationship with God. And I had a lot of things that like I needed. It wasn't like, okay, January, I need to fix my life. Like that was too big of a task, but I had like little things. So I, I couldn't wait for January to start the next one. You know what I'm saying? So I just took one at a time and said, okay, this is the biggest issue that I got right now. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. And then after you got that one under control, I went to the next one, the next one and the next one. But I think that it's super important that we identify the things that we need to work on. Yeah. And that's kind of what the focus of January is for a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm not criticizing it. If you do it and, you know, you actually resolve or whatever, whatever the thing is you're working on, like, good for you. But personally, I don't like, I'm not trying to wait for January. So there, there was a study done in, um, at Sacramento University, University of Sacramento. And they did, they did this study on people that w- wanted to make some changes in their life. And so there was a group of them that did just random dates. Mm-hmm. They didn't wait for the New Year's or whatever. And after two weeks, there was 45% of the people that were still actually working on the things that they said they were going to work on. After 60 days, 4% uh, were still working on those things. Then they had another group that started together on January uh, January 1st. Not together like they're all in a group together, but they all started Mm -hmm. at the same time. After... After two weeks, uh, 76% of them. After 60 days, 45% of them. Nice. Yeah, so I don't know what that is. I think it's like... It's you a know, mental thing. It's a mental sure. thing. I think it's like um, a community type thing. Everybody's talking mm-hmm. about it. So, it, you know, it kind of gets you that, that extra push because, you know, the guy next to you on the treadmills, he's yeah. showing up every day. So you don't want to... You, you're going to show up every day with him type deal. Um, that community... Uh, thing that helps push us to do certain things. Yeah, but we all know that like most people don't follow. What's the percentage of like people that don't follow? Ninety nine point eight percent. Yeah, it's way way up there. So that's why I'm not super keen on the New Year's resolutions. But there definitely is some kind of power and energy in like having people around you trying to accomplish stuff together. That's for sure useful. For sure. For sure. You know, when you have a community behind you, that's, that's whenever you get things accomplished and that goes into, I think a a bigger conversation about those things, but yeah, like, like, you know, losing weight is a big one for people, right? That'd be really big for me. And the number one every year, Yeah, every year. And like, I, I can, I can almost assure you without even looking at the, the stats of uh, membership rates in like gyms and stuff yeah, like that, how they, they all go through the roof and all that. And see, the problem with all of that is that whenever you try to go, all the machines are being used. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how that looks like now in the age of COVID, right? Because probably, I don't know. Yeah, because they can't let you use all the machines. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's, it's that, but it's like, 
you know, people never follow through. When I say people, I include myself in people because I am a people. You're a people <laughs> yeah, person. I, I am. A, I am a people person, a purple people eater. <laughs> Thank you. And then we, you know, you, you see all that. You can never find a machine because I remember going through that. I've done. I've, I've done the same lame resolutions and stuff like that. I, I stopped like you know. A couple years ago, I just stopped making resolutions, yeah. and, I, and I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna make a change, make it now. Yeah, you know why wait on it? Why procrastinate? I, I was I was preaching a message on that uh, not, not too long ago about pro- procrastinating on the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what the problem is, but we never want to fix it. Yeah, and uh, you, know, you know why is that? Well, I, you know, human nature, fallen human nature, uh, of why we're that way. But no, if you if you got if you got some major changes that need to be made, make them now. Yeah, I think that uh, goals are great. You know, without goals, things perish. And the Bible talks about that. You know, he said, you know, write this down. You know, he, and then God gave him, I think it was Habakkuk or something, and, and God gave him some, some answers, and then he wrote it down, and it said, without writing these down, the vision will perish. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important that we have these goals. Without goals, there's not a target. Without target, there's not a win. Um, so we got to make sure that we have these things. And I think that resolutions shouldn't be once every 12 months they should be once yeah. every three months yeah. and then that that way you get that new fire every three months and you just pick it up and keep going and i agree i agree the thing with resolutions i think it's like the same thing that would ha- with like with like hallmark did to the holidays right they romanticize yeah. goals so, so a resolution in our mind now at least over here it's is a ro- is a romanticized goal and goals are great you need goals without a goal there's no direction right but it, it especially like January 1st or whatever everybody's like oh, I'm gonna quit drinking I'm gonna quit smoking I'm gonna quit this I'm gonna quit that I'm gonna quit cheating I'm gonna it's like wait a minute you you need to work on you need to work on delivering that heart to Jesus and he'll take care of all of that and stop trying to my problem is that I drink too much no your problem is that your heart is wicked yeah mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this is not a popular uh, sentiment in the church uh, but I've you know early on when I was coming to church and I was getting out of the streets and stuff I mean, my ministry was still a lot of the street guys and alcoholics and drug addicts. And, you know, Sandra and I, we'd be getting ready for, you know, on a date. And then I would, like, drive her back home and drop her off and go pick up a drug addict and get him to rehab or whatever. And I always told him, I was just like, bro, you need to come to church, you know. And he was just like, well, I'm doing this and this. I said, this is what I'm telling you right now. Don't stop smoking. Don't stop drinking. Come to church. We'll get you in there, and then you're going to want to put those things down, Mm -hmm. you know? But for people to think, man, the task at hand is so big that I have to finish and quit all of this before I can come to church, Mm -hmm. they've never heard anybody to tell them, don't stop. Well, I think that's a lot of people with the the January New Year's resolutions, too, is throughout the year, they're thinking like, yo, I need to fix this thing. I need to get better at this thing or whatever, but you just procrastinate on it because it's such a big thing to accomplish. And so you say, well, January, I'll do it. And then you fail in March. Uh huh. And then, you know, you mess around March, April, May, and then August is here. Well, oh, I'll just wait till January. Yeah. Right. And then you just burn up the whole year. Yeah. And, and it, it just goes over. I think people do that because it's a convenient mile marker, mm-hmm. you know, and just like we were talking about how a community can really, you know, whenever they rally behind you, they can really propel you to success. It's kind of the same thing, though, whenever you have a community around you that they're all promising these things that they know are not going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And but everybody just kind of hops on that bandwagon and be like, well, I'm going to have one, too. Yeah. You know, and it, it can work the other way. I read a, I read an article where people like uh, Jim's 
sporting good places and things like that, they base their budget off of January. Yeah. Their whole budget mm-hmm. for the year is based off January. Sure. Because yeah. that's, you know, especially for like gyms and stuff, because that's the big part of that. And they make you commit to six months, 12 months type deals. And Look, check it out. I, I, I pulled up this article that was, uh, it was released January 1st, 2020. So last year, before the pandemic, before all of this, but, uh, you know, just kind of to give us a little context. And this was about uh, 11 of the dumbest New Year's resolutions of all time. Lose 20 pounds. Why 20 pounds? Why is that the the go-to? Quit smoking. Quit drinking. Start being on time to work. Start saving money. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Start, Start being on time to work. How, How do you, you have, have a job? job? <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't get me started. I'm... <laughs> No, I'm not going to get started. Go ahead. <laughs> start start saving money. Get out of debt. Go back to school. Learn something new. Take a vacation. Get a better job. Start volunteering. Okay, my problem with all of these is that all of these can happen at any moment. Okay, so let, let me let's talk about that. All right. Outside of the spiritual thing. So if if you need to make a, a resolution for 2021, um, you need to get in, get into church. You need to refresh your relationship with Jesus. You know, if you have if you haven't come back from COVID and you're healthy, you need to come back to church. Right, all those things. Um, we're doing things pretty safe around here. Come on back to church. We got different spots. If if you you need to be more isolated than others, all those that we got it. We got it. Okay, outside of that, can I tell you there's something out there that will free you. So much that would that will help your relationship so much, and that is saving some money. Okay, every so many people in the United States today are living paycheck to paycheck, which is crazy. Which is crazy, crazy. And if you look, and, and I, I tell you personally, I've done this, and, and I, I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Um, and I've done Dave Ramsey. I've taught Dave Ramsey, and it changed my life. But you don't have to do Dave Ramsey. You just need to get onto a budget. But at one time, I did, and you guys seen my budget. You know, it's pretty detailed. Yeah. At one time, I looked at it. I think I was spending like two thousand dollars a month on just like random going out to eat, going to buy shirts, and doing that, and cheddars and lubies and <laughs> all that stuff. You had a thousand dollar budget for cheddar. If you do that, <laughs> right? If you do that and see how many sodas, the the $2.50, 20 ounce Cokes that you buy or $10 coffee or whatever all that stuff is, and you're wondering why you're still in the same apartment that you've been in, you got four kids in a two-bedroom apartment, Um, you're, you're, you know, always trying to put this bill off so you can pay that bill. If you would try to get into some type of budgeting program, and if you're in Houston and you're close to me, come talk to me because I can change your life. Yeah, boom. Everybody looks at Sandra and I like we make a bunch of money. We don't make a bunch of money, they but we know how to. Bu- we know how to budget. Mm-hmm. The money that we have is ours. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't pay. It's not no. We don't. It don't come in this account and then go to somebody else's account. Mm-hmm. It comes into my account. And stays in my account. Yeah, you know I don't owe nobody nothing. Uh, so that's the way. You know, if you want to change your life, you want to change your relationship, you want to change a lot of stuff. You're able to do that, and guess what? Then you're able to be huge givers. Yeah, to whatever you want to give to. Mm-hmm. 
And then guess what? God's going to change your heart. God's going to change your life in, in spiritual uh, ways and all those different things. So if you want to change your life, get on a budget. Like you said, call one eight hundred. Yeah, call the number. Yeah, one eight hundred. David will help you. <laughs> <laughs> most people don't know how much money they're spending or where it goes. And if you just knew, like this is exactly how much money I'm making every month, and this is how much my bills are. Where's all the rest of the money going? And people, they won't know, but they know that they need more money at the end of the month again. They're picking up extra shifts and all that stuff too. Yeah. If you, and it, it could take you literally like 15 minutes just to write down some paper. Okay, I make this much a week roughly. So that means in a month, I make about this much. Okay, what are my bills? They're about this much. Like it, you could do it all in like 15 minutes. Do you use a lot of cash? I used to all the time because I used to get paid in cash, but now we get paid mostly on cards and direct deposit and I won't go through all that stuff. So it's now I use a lot of card, but the cash thing is easy to know how much you're spending because you're physically handing over money every time. And it's a lot more like if you go to a few different stores in one day, maybe you're running a bunch of errands and stuff and you pay cash at every single one of them. I remember you used to do this. Like by the time you get to that third store, you're like, dude, I don't want to give away. Yeah. You see your wallet shrinking, right? Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, I'm not going to break this 20 on this Coke. Yeah, no. You know, you start having sure. those things, mm-hmm. and and if you want, if you have young kids, or like I have a teenager, he wants a debit card. I'm like, uh-huh. you don't need a debit card. <laughs> you don't. You need to learn how what it feels like to hand over something and get something back, mm-hmm. not just swipe and you just keep getting and getting yeah. and getting because it doesn't teach you discipline. I don't like cash. I don't like having. I know cash. you don't like cash, <laughs> but it is. It's a big benefit. It's a yeah. huge benefit. So the I way, am a credit card guy. So when know. when Sandra and I cash back, baby. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It, but you've already you've already set up the yeah, discipline. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. For people that don't have discipline, they don't ever see the money to go. So when Sandra and I was getting out of debt, we would have envelopes, mm-hmm. all these different envelopes, and we like it's a Dave Ramsey thing. Yeah, right Dave Ramsey thing. You would have like you know going out to eat, entertainment, um, clothes or whatever. And then I can remember we you know leaving church one night and we wanted to stop at Waterburger. Everybody else was stopping at Waterburger. And uh, we just like, so we, we looked at our little, little food food thing, you know, it was like the last 26 bucks we had. And we were just like, do we want to go in there? Because it's like a Tuesday, right? And uh-huh. you don't get to fill that bucket back up until Friday. Mm-hmm. And like, do we want to do it tonight or do we want to wait? Mm-hmm. So you, it makes you make those decisions. Yeah. So whenever I got married, my wife is an excellent saver. So you don't have to be. So I don't have to. Do no, 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 but uh, the, like when we talked about it a few episodes ago, as far as uh, uh, whenever, like we, we're talking about couples and when they get married and all that stuff like that, and having joint accounts and stuff like that. We heard the different perspectives that are here for for me and my wife. We we got one one bank account. You know, and and with that, then now you have to justify. Now you have to answer to somebody for the money that's being spent. Yeah. So that was a really good checks and balance for me because yeah. I am definitely more of a spender. Yeah, you know, and and even though I have I have a lot of trinkets and stuff like that, what I find myself doing now is that I sell something to buy something else, and it's just a revolving door of of yeah. money. You know, as far as but it's 
it's it's essentially the same money, right? You know, you're like my son, my son, my oldest son Adam. He's always selling something to get yeah. something else, you know. And he was just like, he, he calls me. He's like, hey, Dad, you need an iPad Mini. I'm just like, yeah, bro, you <laughs> just got that, you know. He was just like, I know, but there's this new gadget coming out, and I'm trying to, you know, raise some money to get. He that. used to hit me up randomly all the time, be like, Hey, I'm selling this thing on Craigslist to this guy. Can you come with me to the swap? <laughs> yeah. like, we're meeting at this Starbucks. I oh, yeah. somebody else there. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he used to take me too. I got a mm-hmm. laptop. Off your son, yes. He, Shout out Adam. I know because he's always he's always when he was a kid. I mean, like six, seven years old, and uh, eBay and all that you know, really started getting popular. He was trying to sell like little figurines or something. And he's like, Dad, they're on there for like six ninety nine. I'm like, I bought that. You ain't gonna sell it. Like if you sell it, I get the profits. <laughs> funny story. Funny story on all that. Like, uh, I split uh, with you. A, a couple days ago, my brother tells me, Hey, I was rummaging through some boxes and I found your old Pokemon cards. Oh, is it nineteen ninety? This is like nineteen ninety nine uh-huh. era or whatever. Whenever. They were whatever, so yeah. I was like, "Shoot them over to me. Let me see what's in there." Because I, I really don't remember what was in. But there was there was some pretty good cards back in that day, right? Did you so, sell them? No, I haven't. I haven't got them yet, right? Uh-huh. But uh, whenever he delivers them, if, if man, because I, I can tell you that I probably had some 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 ones that uh, they're probably going for some big money. I was looking them up the other day. Uh, yeah, nineteen ninety whatever. The first original, you know, holographics. Uh-huh. If you remember any of those or yeah. whatever, you know, the, the I think Charizard was going for yeah. like six grand. On eBay. So if it's in there, I got some old baseball (laughs) cards. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have some old baseball cards in like, you know, old, like, I don't know, Avius, Ava. What is that? What are them old shoes called? I think they were Avas or something like that. Adidas? No, they were Avas. (laughs) Bro, we couldn't afford Adidas. (laughs) (laughs) These only had two stripes. Uh, but I still have them, man. And one of these days, I'm gonna pull them out and see what's going on in there. You know, my wife has is uh, Beanie Babies. Mm, yeah. She was on the Beanie Baby crave, you yeah. know, back in the '90s or whatever. And they, they used to go travel all these different stores. And those go for a lot, man. One time I, on. I seen them. I seen this one. It was it was worth like thirty <laughs> thirty grand. That's crazy. And I said, "You got that." I said I seen it when for, we were packing for a bean bag for a bean bag, bro, and, bag of beans. and so Baby. I started pulling that sucker down. I was just like, "Here it is, thirty thousand grand, thirty grand." So I look it up, and it, the serial number was wrong. Mm-hmm. But it, boy, it had me like I, I just see myself in that like, King Ranch truck. I got thousands of basketball cards under uh, my bed. The most. Yeah, it's gold, like, what's it called? I, I like, 24 karat gold basketball I I cards. Yeah, I got, I got a handful of decent cards. I got some, like, <laughs> LeBron James college cards, mint condition. Wow. Yeah, I got some good ones. I got a lot of useless Like, the ones biggest too. binder my co- of all time. My I got cousins, a couple binders. That's how- <laughs> my cousin Jeremy, he um he used to buy the, the box every year. Yeah. So, what it, everybody in the uh, NFL... NBA, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball. He would get all three boxes every single year. Well, we used to do, there was a Target by my parents' house growing up, and they had like a card section. They had the good cards. It was better than like Walmart or any other places. It was specifically the Target. And there was a, you could get this box that would have like one card that was worth like 15 bucks or so. Like if you were to just, and then it had like a hundred other cards in there. And the box would go for like 20 bucks or something. And so when you'd be bored around the house, we'd do a bunch of chores and say, hey, is there any extra chores I can do? Anything I can do to earn some extra money? 
and you just do that, and that would be like your day off. So, I would just do all sorts of housework. And and I, I like the trend that that you know all these things that were old school retro. They're making their resurgence uh-huh. now and selling for big, big money. But I did that a lot. Speaking of mm-hmm. uh, chores, so. My parents, they have a, an apartment above our garage, and they live back there. So they pay Noah and Luke to do certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Luke takes their trash out, and then he gets like oh, 20 or 30 bucks a week, I mean a month, you know, to take the trash out. And then Noah, he delivers their mail because it all comes to the same mailbox, and we sort it out, and Noah takes it up. He gets like, I don't know, 10 or 20 bucks or something like that. Well, <laughs> so they both have these like wooden boxes you put memories or something in, you know, they got for one year for Christmas and, and Luke's been just like saving money because he wants to buy a car, you know, he's 15 and so a year. There you go. And I told him I would match up to five grand, like mm-hmm. whatever it is you, you save, I'll match up to five grand so he can get him a $10,000 car for five grand, you Ooh. know? Um, Look out, Luke. So... We were counting his money because he was trying to figure out if he can build him a new computer to do his gaming and stuff like that. But he he has this like tracked and you know he's kind of a little bit of, of me. He's got this budget he needs to make so much a year to accomplish when he needs to accomplish by the time he's sixteen. So we was counting his money, got it out of safe, counted. You know he had a big old stack of money. I was just like, "You're doing good." He goes, "I think I have a like a hundred bucks upstairs in my little box." So I said, "Well, go get it. We'll put it all together." A boy comes down. He had like. 900 bucks and then he was he just like know? he didn't even know because he was just throwing those 20s in a little oh, bit at a so time a little bit at a time and before you know it he had this and it was all just like stirred up in there you know <laughs> and I was just like dang he was just he was all happy because he could build his computer but yeah, yeah. but I all mean, on chores that worked out good for him but you yeah. should know how much money you have Luke come on thousand dollars <laughs> off that's a big deal man yeah, well, that just shows you. At least boys. you were a thousand dollars in the green. Not in the, <laughs> oh, this boy is not red. going. But he won't spend money on nothing. Yeah, is he cheap? Oh, he won't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this kid oh, is, is so cheap. I would oh. just, I would tell him, he, you know, he would go to like a youth camp or whatever, and he would just say, "Had me some money." I'm like, "Bro, you got more money in the safe than I do." <laughs> I said, "Go get you some." He goes, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> so he, he would rather go to youth camp all week long with no money uh-huh. than touch his money. No, wow. I get it, man. Yeah, I wow. get it. You know that that's just, but that's a discipline. You know, yeah. he's 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 scared himself in some kind of way to not do that. And well, he just has it, his eye getting but, on this 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 car. You know, he yeah. just wants to have. Him, that's good. That's yeah. good. That that, that that can really work uh, in his favor later on. But like the things that you were discussing, my we and you and I, we talk about this all the time. The differences that exist between like a a Generation X mentality. Um, and, and and how they raise their kids, which I think that's where you fall in, um, and then opposed to uh, uh, millennials, um, and then the younger millennials versus the older millennials, very different. Right. But then you get this new generation, which your son is, and Generation Z, right? Um, and, and how what they value, and uh, and you know what you spend your money on is what you value, or what you don't spend your money on. Um, and and it's just like where where's that balance? And I think it definitely is an an evolution. But like later on in life, you're definitely going to want to have financial freedom. Yeah. But whenever you're younger, it's not a priority. But the the, the whole thing about it is that it really has to start whenever you're younger. Mm-hmm. But that just seems like you know you talk to somebody about that, somebody that's in this generation and maybe just a little bit older, and they say, ah, oh, nah, you start you you start to sound like a boomer. You know, it's like. <laughs> 
What's wrong with that? I think it changes too because the Adam was a really good saver until girls. Mm. <laughs> Right, and then he wanted to go out. Then he wanted to go out, and he wanted to go to dinner, and this and that, and Mm -hmm. you know, he wanted to be the guy and pay every time. And I'm just like, bro, this this is not how it works anymore. That used to be when the 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 wife or when you know the girl would stay home and didn't work. Y'all both working now. They y'all need to split this thing. You know, this is this ain't your wife. This is your girlfriend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, um, I had to teach him that lesson because he was going broke. Yeah, and these girls that he was dating, they were saving all their money. <laughs> oh yeah, they were getting with him for a savings program. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, that's, that's not the girl you want to date. No, there. but he's real good with his money too. You know, he 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 bought a house early on. Yeah, in uh, um, so. Proud of my boys, but that thing, you know, it, as long as you you gain those skills young, even if you go out and you, you you make some mistakes early, you have those skills to fall back on. Well, they also got you as like an example, you know, saving money and stuff, well, teaching you, Dave Ramsey to people. Yeah, so you know, when the, when thing. him and um, Victoria got married, you know, I t- I said, look, I, I if you don't mind, bring your finances over here, yeah. and we created a budget for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so at least they can fall back on that budget, and, and you know, if they get off of it, at least they have something there. Yeah. I think it's super important for. I think the way that we work is just kind of like spend the least amount of money possible, yeah, and uh, save everything else, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's it, it, and it's it's absolutely crazy. Just being a little a little transparent here, twenty uh, twenty hit hit different for for the Hernandez household. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's I've been out of a job for a year. That's yeah. crazy. December thirty first. You know I've been doing odd jobs here and there, but something that where you clock in and man whatever for a whole year it's been difficult. You know, but even in all that, even with the odd jobs and stuff. We're we're debt free. Yeah. Well, see that there you go, people. You just heard it right there. They lost fifty percent of their income. I don't know what the split is between y'all two, but fifty percent of the you know, the work is gone. You didn't have any debt. Still made it. Year later, here you are, debt free, keeping your eye on the Lord. He's taking care of you guys. Um, so. And I bought more trinkets this year than any other year. What? <laughs> you know, and it's and it's and it's again, it's just that that money that's being reinvested and stuff like that. But like, we know exactly how much we need to have for bills, and is that satisfied? Absolutely. And then you know, it's just it's amazing. It's a testament to to what God can really do. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you, you know, some people are like, well, "Why don't you just get a job here and there? that? Come talk to me. I'll be glad to talk to you about that." <laughs> But uh, but it's uh, yeah, you know, it's like whenever you you have to keep you have to have priorities, mm-hmm. right? And make sure that you do what you, what's necessary to manage those priorities, and uh, and just don't lose sight. Yeah. You know, you don't always have to get that thing at that time. If there's if there's time, if there's something in the budget, well, hey, spend it. Yeah. Why not? You know, you're gonna die one day. You're not gonna take it with you. Mm-hmm. So we don't. Obviously, we don't do resolution, but what are some good resolutions out there for people that 
um, it helps them. You it's know, so funny. we are we're doing an episode on resolutions, and none of us do resolutions. <laughs> no, we just talk about money the whole time. <laughs> it's important, but, but it's usually tied to money. It's all isn't it? tied to That's money. A big yeah. one. It, a it's big like well, I want to lose weight. Why? Because I'm spending too much money and I'm getting uh, fat. Right, and well, then there you go. Just that'll like, save you money and it'll help you lose weight. I'm telling you guys, eating food is overrated. <laughs> it if is. we didn't have to do it, I would choose to not have to. You're do alone it. on this one, bro. And I then, am. But, but the other thing is, people's like, well, it costs too much money to eat healthy. It's not true. You ever heard that Bill Burr uh, thing he's doing on that? Uh, no, I haven't. He's talking about like you know, he's like, yeah, people, he's going on a rant about fat people. Oh, he loves <laughs> rants. <laughs> yeah, and he's talking about like those people who say yeah, it's too expensive to get all the healthy food, all the whole food organic. He's like, you ever been to the soup? You know, but he's all Bill Burr about yeah. it. Like, yeah. you ever been to the supermarket? Seen all the fruits? They're right there at the front of the store. <laughs> he's, he's like, they're practically giving that stuff away. It's like apples, twenty cents, bananas. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not going to do his whole bit. But. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr is a professional renter. Dude, yeah. we went and saw him. He was here the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. we went and saw him. He was at White Oak. It was weird, but it was good. Wow. How was the whole social distancing had, thing? So it's all outside, and they like set up. They call them squares. Yeah, you got to so buy just, a square. Yeah, you can't buy a ticket. You got to buy a square, and the square holds up to six people. Uh, yeah. So the square is like a few hundred bucks, but you know you split it between. Your I group think Chappelle was the one that came started coming out with that. He was. I don't know what he was doing, but he was, was doing it like in Ohio with. Yes, Chappelle had a friend. <laughs> Chappelle had a friend that owned some land. Yeah, and then they. So he's they, doing it on farms like yeah. up there, but uh, that's what Rogan's planning on doing. Rogan's planning on. Uh, Building a, sh- a, a comedy Like a ranch Yeah Like a store Slash ranch Where they can do Outside deals In case this stuff can- What was Rogan's First claim to fame Was he an MMA fighter No 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 So he was well, he did that But that he was He was like originally A stand up comedian mm-hmm. um, And then He started practicing Well he was No Yeah So his fame was Stand up comedian But he was a Like state champion or U.S. champion in, in ta- Taekwondo. Mm. And then that's kind of what got him into the when the MMA stuff. He started watching that. And he used to do the MMA stuff for free. Really? Yeah, yeah he commentated like the first five or six of them for free. I think what got him biggest was Fear Factor. Right? Fear, yeah. Factor. Then, Fear Factor. He was the host. He, he says Fear Factor is what changed his life because at, yeah. at that point, like he's, he had money that he could say whatever to anybody and just do what he loved. Mm-hmm. There you go. As also long money as you again. kept doing Fear Factor, though. Yeah, so well, I mean, like he's a, an even after Fear Factor. He made enough money yeah, just to yeah. do what he loved. And if you stay debt-free, save your money. When things happen and you have to quit your job, oh, you, yeah. you didn't get fired. No, I didn't get fired. You, you had a choice that you could make I to resigned. Make, yeah. make your life better than it was. And, and believe me, I've been where you at. And mm-hmm. the best day I've ever done was put my two weeks in <laughs> and that, that was I mean I, I was in a job like you that was just taking advantage and uh, so it was a, the ability you know to go buy a company and uh, and put my destiny in, in, in my hands in the Lord's hands so. I'll also say you don't a lot of people will hear what you just said and be like yeah it sounds great but I guess I gotta go get some big fear factor contract and make however many millions before I feel like I can do it. but that is not the case at all as long as you're spending your money wisely when uh, corona stuff hit and they shut down or i was out of work for a little while uh the, all my managers asking hey we we got 
because you know the store just like changes so mm-hmm. they're like yeah we're not waiting tables anymore but we're gonna do like this curbside stuff and we're gonna do deliveries you want to do some of these jobs and blah 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 and i told him i was good i was like look i'm good man i'm gonna use this time to work on some other stuff because there's a ton of people in the store and like you say everybody's living paycheck to paycheck but i was not living paycheck to paycheck because mm-hmm. i was saving up money because i was about to buy me a house so i had tons <laughs> of money in the bank and uh, I say tons of money. It's tons of money to me. Right. But no. Flex. It wasn't no. <laughs> it wasn't no fear factor money? It wasn't no fear factor money. But I was sitting <laughs> in the bank on a waiter job. And because I was living you know, within my means, I had enough money. If I didn't work another minute for the rest of the year, this is back in like February, like all my bills would have been paid for the rest of the year. So I had no worries. And that's not because I had a ton of money because I hit the jackpot or whatever. It's right. because I was living within my means and I was saving money and I wasn't being stupid my money i knew how much i was making and how much i was spending and all that stuff so you don't have to hit the lottery to be you know <laughs> let me, secure like that but let me tell you how i bought my company i sold everything that i had hmm. except uh sandra's car i sold our nice car the my nice car went and got me in a thousand dollar truck uh sold everything that i had um took a little bit of money out of savings and bought it Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, I was, I was the guy in the nice neighborhood with driving the the, the truck. They were like, air, 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 you know, it's coming <laughs> yeah. down the road, you know, because I was, I was going, going in, but I wasn't, wasn't about to put my family in a position if I failed that the family failed, mm-hmm. you know. So I wasn't taking life savings and out, but I was willing mm-hmm. to give up some, you know, some nice things for myself. To be able to go all in on my future. Yeah, you know? let me let me ask you guys a question real quick, which I guess it ties in it, it ties into what we're talking about. But I don't know about how true it is to the episode. But have you ever you ever had that conversation uh, with yourself or with your spouse about how much you really need to make? Because if your answer yes. is as much as I can, no. well, th- I think that's... I can tell you. I just pull up my spreadsheet and tell you exactly what I need to make. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but, but you know what? I mean, you have a business and all that. Of course, you know you, you have overhead and all those things that you got to you got to account for and all that. But you know, not not considering the company. I guess it's just your overall who you and your wife and your family unit need to be. But you know, because some people would say, "Well, I need to make as much as I can get." That's for me. That that is a kind of horrible philosophy. That's terrible because what you're doing is you're handcuffing yourself. Yeah, you're putting yourself in bondage. Yeah, that's and, exactly and, what and you're doing. You're a slave to everybody you're else. You're a slave to everybody else, and then the money you work for is not for you. It's for your debtors, right? Yeah. And you don't even get to spend it because you don't even you get to spend to it. You're just a middleman that moves it from account to account. Yeah, yeah. And how? I mean, you go over work every day, wake up tired every single day, and just hate going to work. If you're one of those guys, to move your money from your boss's account to another account. Yeah, that, I was that thinking about this know. the other day about you know how a lot of people talk about like how in the Bible it's got all this stuff about slavery and stuff, and it'll talk about how it condones slavery and blah 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 blah. And I won't go on a big thing about that, but I was. Uh, I was thinking about because most people I would consider them slaves the way that their job is for sure they have maybe two weeks vacation time maybe that they get to use all the way they have to be at this place at this certain time they don't get to do it and they don't even like the jobs and stuff and I was like and if you talk to anybody about slaves in the Bible they're going to bring up the whole indentured servant thing and all and I was which is basically where you would voluntarily say I'll be your slave for X amount of time and then after that I'll get paid this much and like blah, blah, blah. and I was like that's exactly what people are doing it's modern day slavery I was this like exactly the Bible just called it what it was yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah. call it 
you know, your nine to five job or whatever. They just called it slavery because that's what everybody called it a lot of the times. Well, sure. And I just cause it, it was interesting. And, 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 no, yeah, because you know, and you talk to people as well, and that that they're like, well, you know, I, I gotta I gotta work so many hours uh, a, a week, yeah. and, and you know, that's I know that's kind of subject to everybody's own imp- interpretation, right? How many hours you have to work a week? But you know, for me, work how much is too much? Well, if it takes time away from your family, it's too much. Mm-hmm. If if it takes time away from your church service and what you got to do for God, mm-hmm. it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 yeah, I, I don't I don't believe we were humanity was made to work past 40 50 hours a week. Now if you have your own business, your own, that, that's a whole nother thing. But still yeah. you have to have a plan because listen, I mean there's not too many more people that come to church more than I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's times where listen, I look clean, but I just got a clean set of clothes on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm coming straight out of the truck, mm-hmm. getting some oh, clothes you, on. You funky. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you you just put Don't worry, the, David, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but but there is times when you go, okay, for this extended period, I'm going to have to go in hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because especially that. when you uh, you own a a company, you get in these these uh in, in, even uh, Outside of owning a company, you get in these positions where you have so much work, but not enough to hire somebody, but too much that you do for 40 hours, 50 hours. Yeah. So you have to work that extended period until you get over that hump and you hire somebody yeah. else and come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, it's super important because, listen, God is giving you this. Right. He gave this company to me. I didn't go out looking for this thing. He did. He. But so now I have to treat it like he gave it to me. Right, so I have to do the same things that we're doing before, yeah. like staying in church, keeping my relationship up with him, and all those things um, for him to continue to move in it. Sure. So you know, you're going back to the question you asked a while back ago about what can we say that's going to help the listeners, or just a bit of advice rather than setting a resolution. Know know what lines to draw in the sand. And don't cross them. Mm, you know, good. it's like if you if you want some 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 valuable information, put that line in the sand down right now, right? And don't ever cross them, because even with your employer, I've I've gone to job interviews and I've told them if I'm going to work on Sunday, I'm not your guy. I can't work Sunday. I can't work. Uh, you know, and I, and I have to stop working at a certain time on Wednesday uh, because I can't. And if you, it's it's not because I wasn't qualified. It wasn't any of that. I said, nope. This is what I can do. This is what I can offer. Even some things like, uh, you know, even certain types of jobs. Right? I, 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 it's hard for me to get maybe something in like outside sales or something like that because you always have to wine and dine people. Well, that's hard to wine and dine somebody whenever you're not a whiner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't I don't drink and and uh, you got to go and get these people drunk in order to make the sale. And you say well, boy, that doesn't happen. Yes, it does. Oh, sh- yes, it and does. you're lucky if that's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Take them to the bar. Take them to a strip club. I mean, yeah. I've been in business long enough to to, to know that you know. Um, and 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 it's like no, you know you. you you can't sell yourself out. I used to have to take customers to eat during our fast here at mm. church. And this talking about awkward, yeah. right? I mean, because you're, you know, the boss man was just like, hey, you know, you got to take him out to eat. I'm not going to be here, blah, blah, blah. And you're, you're, the, you're the, the biggest guy, you know, the, the highest guy on the totem pole. So you're not, not eating. So. You got to do it, you know, so then you're just like, oh, I'll just take some water, you know, or whatever. And, 
And um, you didn't order some pistachios or something. You know, depending on where <laughs> I was at, what I was fasting. Because yeah. sometimes I'm, you're, you're depending on because there's times when we do we go on our fast that the first week or something I won't do nothing but water or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, so depending on where we are, and then people will start asking questions, and then you, what do you do? You know, yeah. Uh, and for me, I feel like it was always an opportunity. Yeah. If God, if God put the four or five people ahead of me and he took them out of the company for that day and he put a customer there, there was an opportunity that God's given me to tell yeah. this man, I'm on a spiritual fast, yeah. you know, I, did that we ever get in and I ever lead anybody to the Lord over that table? No, but how I know that somebody's not sitting in church on Sunday because of that, yeah. that conversation and that added to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all these things, they just build on each other. Absolutely, absolutely. I pulled up this other list here that talks about just some unusual resolutions, unusual resolutions to get. One, get your photo taken in five interesting places. Okay, that's like traveling, right? Yeah, I guess so. Different way to say it. Just kind of getting yourself out of a. That's a lot of people's, right? They want to travel more. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody is 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 maybe like more of a hermit, and Uh they're trying to challenge themselves. You know, they'll they'll make you get out and make you do something. Uh, Before you go on, I'm truly missing traveling. Yeah. No. I was I was talking, I was ranting about this at Cheddar's today. <laughs> when we were talking about everybody's cuz they tell everybody somebody yeah, 2020 is weird. I was starting to have a good time. Man, like, you brought that up. Well, what I was bringing up is everybody you know keeps just trashing on 2020, 2020 is the worst. Can't wait till 2020 is over as if January is going to make a difference. But I was like, dude, 2020 has been a great year for me. I'm killing it. I'm at the top of my game. I've only gotten better in 2020. And you know what? I was better in 2019 than I was in 2018. And 2018 was better than 2017. I said, 2020, I said, I just bought a house. I got more money than I ever had before. Um, I've already taken a few trips. I'm about to go to Colorado next week. I'm just going, man. And I was like, uh, I said, me and Ben, we got an album that just came out, crushing it. Yep. Say, yo, 20. 20- 2020 awesome. is as good as you want it to be. It is as good as you want it to be. And I know there's a lot of people that have been through a lot of things in 2020. For sure. But I'm like, James, I'm like you. I mean, this has been our best year financially ever in, yeah. in our company. Yeah. And, and, and God is just, fortunately for us, when everybody stayed home and, you know, and they didn't have jobs, guess what they wanted to do? Swimming they wanted their pools. They wanted to be, <laughs> so our season started early, you know, nice. like mm-hmm. six, seven weeks early. So, I mean, we got that much more revenue than we mm-hmm. normally would in, in the year. And, and I saw a lot of stuff like that. So, And this is what I like about the dynamic of the show, because financially, this is the worst year I have ever had. Mm-hmm. But... This is the happiest year that I have ever had. Well, if I didn't have to work for a year or two, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> no, but, but there's been a lot of stress on that, too. So yeah, it's not a just whole like, lot of stress on yeah. that. You know, you have to learn how to manage stress and all that and what to do and good reliefs, all that stuff like that. But like whenever quarantine hit, right, whenever quarantine hit right in the beginning of the year, when it was a March and stuff like that. Well, my, my, my son's two and a half now. That's whenever he barely, well, he was already talking little words here, but as soon as quarantine hit, that's whenever the sentences started coming. Yeah. And he was really taking off with not running, I mean, not walking anymore, but just running, taking off. And I've been able to see him develop yeah. in ways that most fathers will never see yeah. their son. Yeah. And, I, and I, even though this year has been financially horrible for me, 
and for our, our household and not lacking anything, not complaining, I can absolutely say it is the best year that I've ever had in my life. I miss the travel, though. Cassandra and I, we normally will travel one or two times by ourselves, mm-hmm. and then we'll take the kids one time on. Um, we still might. We normally could do a spring break trip. Dude, oh. come! Uh, you just want to show up in Colorado, man. If I bump into you, I'm where sure y'all we, going? We're going to Frisco. When? Um, Saturday. And this we're Saturday. Back, uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday? I can't remember. Yeah, man. I look at my and calendar. I, I try to get Sandra to do some uh, some some Christmas Thanksgiving trips because you know she's off of there and I'm off. Um, but she just wants too much stress and air parties at our house yeah. and the mm-hmm. cooking and all that stuff. And I told so Ben we do to this. just show up on the mountain. I said, "Hey, dude, you just show up, like hop up there." <laughs> I'm sure. We'll Whoa, James! Hey, yeah. hey, I tell you, I tell you one thing about Ben. We were in Las Vegas, and and you Ben saw popped. Ben? Yeah, Ben popped. Oh up. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? What? Yeah. Like, what the heck? That was so random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steve was there, right? Yes, the whole yeah. Just like your grandpa. That's yeah. So Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was me and Sandra and Steve and Carissa and Patrick and Marissa, and then Ben pops up. And, the last place you think he'd Yeah, he's like, yeah. hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Have you seen these hotels, man? Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Talk about fancy. Yeah, it was crazy. Man, was what were y'all staying at? The, the Such the V? We stayed at the. Hotel Vegas. I don't remember. It's one of those, like one of the nicer ones there. Yeah, we Hotel stayed. Cheddar's. <laughs> we only stayed Cheddar's in Vegas like one or two days, and then we went to the the best the the dam. What is the dam over there? The uh, the big dam. Not the Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam. Yeah, no, that's yeah. the one. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> Definitely not the Hoover. Not that one. The Hoover Dam, and then we went uh, to the uh, Grand Canyon and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah. what canyon was it? The Grand One. The, the Grand One. <laughs> not the Grand One. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's funny that we were taking pictures, and Steve was like literally on this rock, hanging off of it, just sitting there. And I don't do heights very well, and. Um, when we got back, like three weeks later, a girl fell off that same rock. <laughs> Steve yeah. loosened it up. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, don't people fall off that oh, every re- year? Every year, regularly? yeah. Okay, so I so I don't do heights very well. Do right? they die or what? Oh yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, instant yeah. death. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we're talking I, about. It's it. called Grand Canyon. It's not a little oh, okay, one. Oh, okay, okay. It's not a little one. Yeah, they go. Oh, okay. There's a rock over the canyon. I missed oh, yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was, was talking like, about. He was sitting Vegas down on this rock hanging off the Grand Canyon. So we were in Vegas and we went to. It's um, called the Grand. <laughs> we went to the. Um, what is that? The. The. The tower, it's like a third scale that it's in Paris. You haven't known the name of anything you saw. I know. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, the tower in Paris? The Eiffel Tower? The Eiffel Tower. Why do we know? I knew. I wasn't on this trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they got that whole Paris. uh, So they got the Paris Hotel, and there's a third, um, Model of the of the Eiffel Tower there, and you it's get like the, a third of the size of yeah, it. The, yeah, a third of the size, a third of the scale, the, and it is really big. I don't know how many. It's like hundreds of stories or something. Yeah. It, so the the real one's real big. So she, the lady's taking us up in the elevator, and they got this, you know, this platform where you can look off and all the hotels and everything on the strip. And then she takes up. She goes, you know, about this time, some people start to freak out about how high we are, <laughs> and then my heart started going, and I started like. Hyperventilating, you know, and I was just, I was trying to keep, catch my breath. So when we step out on the viewing deck, it's great. Like, it's not a solid floor, oh, like yeah. you can uh-huh. see through it. Uh-huh. 
instant panic, bro. Oh yeah, it's weird. Instant panic, and I'm sitting over there, and I'm I'm literally I'm about to die. You know, I'm just <laughs> can't catch my can't catch my breath, breathing hard, and so I'm stuck to this wall. So I come out of the elevator, and I just scoot over to the left, and I'm stuck to this wall, and everybody else is over there. Oh look how pretty it is, whatever, and I'm stuck to this wall. Well, there was another guy just like me. On the other wall. On the other wall down there. <laughs> and my my sister-in-law tells her husband, is that guy down there been drinking? And he goes, well, if he's been drinking, so has David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it took me like 15 minutes, bro, just like to gather my senses yeah. and, no, and get out of it, man. It was, it was tough. Have you ever been skydiving? No, but I want to, like, I want to, like, conquer these fears. Yeah. So I definitely would. Why, though? I don't know why. Does that make you a better of... human being? No, but just, like... It's I, good practice because you I'm can not no punk, bro. I'm not no punk. And if something <laughs> scares me, I'm going to do it. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. Because it helps you conquer different fears. Exactly. And those ones might be fears you need to conquer. Bro, I, I lived through in the hood through drive-by <laughs> shootings. Like, I can jump out of an airplane. Yeah, you know what dude, I'm saying? I've done it. I heard bullets pass by my ears. Dude, my thing with the skydiving <laughs> thing, or well, pretty much any of that height stuff, people are like, can't believe you do the bungee jumping, whatever. I wouldn't bungee jump because I got a bad back. The but, bungee's a little weirder, but... Have you done the bungee jump? I haven't done the bungee jump. Have you jumped I've out done airplane? the skydiving, yeah. yeah I but my it. thing is, if it was as dangerous as you're thinking it's going to be, that you're so scared of, like, they wouldn't let just any idiot do it. You know what I mean? You'd have to go take some classes and all this stuff. And you don't have to do nothing. You just go sh- sign up, sign some papers. Shop yourself to another dude and jump. And you jump. Yeah. Yeah, me and James did that big thing at like Six Flags that brings you. Oh, the Superman one? That oh, big yeah, swing thing and then it drops you. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was watching this show yesterday and there was showed this video and it was like a three piece person. It was like a three person one. And the middle person came out and was just dangling by the by one leg, bro. I would have died. I would have died. They would have died. They were like the other two people on the on the outside are holding this person's leg oh in the goodness. middle. Dude, could you imagine oh that? My Wait, goodness. but why did the person come out? Did they, no, like as soon as they said pull, it just like fell through the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they the just most, weren't strapped in, right? Do not tempt the Lord thy oh, God. I'm going to live by that one right bro, there. If... If that happens to me, what a proper Christian! I'm telling you right now, if that ever happens to me, I'm kicking the little teenage butt. The strap, yeah, that strap me in when yeah, I get yeah, out. Get oh yeah, for dude. sure. I'll probably just stick them <laughs> straight up. To I mean, the what face. if we fighting? Like, <laughs> like if, for I, sure. if I'm not dead when I get down, we fighting. <laughs> Why would you put yourself? I just demand some money. I at least get a refund. You think she got a refund? <laughs> you think they were I'm like, gonna oh, get a season <laughs> pass? What you mean a refund? <laughs> think like, oh, sorry, you signed the papers. No, no. Sorry, when there was Astroworld, <laughs> an Astroworld, there was a, there was a uh, man. What is the name of that roller coaster? Uh, I forgot the roller coaster. We got Grease Lightning. We got the Viper. We got the no. Texas, Texas Cyclone. Yeah. We got uh, Dungeon Drop. Dungeon well, this is before that. This is one of the older ones that they had. Maybe it was the. the well, how old are you? <laughs> the, what was the What was the the wooden one? The Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah. Texas Cyclone. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, like well, a classic old you know, person. We saw the answer day like, on. Right before the big drop. Real rickety. Well, guess what? The sucker broke up there. <laughs> yeah. Broke. Mm-hmm. It quit. 
Yeah. And they made us walk down. Oh, dang. Yeah. So my parents and my grandmother, they were like, oh, look at them kids. They don't know walk down. That was me, bro. <laughs> I was so scared. And then, like, the wooden things that you walk down, they didn't ever use them. Cause, so guess yeah. what? They never replaced them. Uh-huh. And then things were rotten, dude. Yeah. I was. They, you, mm-hmm. you, like, they would bow and bend and make noise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't down with that at all. But even with the roller coasters thing, again, if it was really as dangerous as most people. So, like, so you what about until you watch all the roller coasters gone wrong? And so, then you're like, so what about the the little ones that pull up to like the meet the end and stuff like that? Oh yeah, not that's good. not I. Not, that's not, not okay. Uh, yeah, that's where the theory I just said. You know, yeah, because yeah, they got all them like drug addicts and stuff putting yeah, them together. Just a bunch of, like, dude, dude, you know, a lot of times the ones that, wait, 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 the ones that didn't pass the screening for Lubies to work as <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Man, a lot of times three time offenders they don't even have permits for all that stuff. They just set it up until somebody tells them. Leave. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? I might have just made that up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> we are the most credible podcast out there. We just fake news. Fake news. But, we'll tell you, of them. but they don't even have permits. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> he felt guilty. He's like, all right, look, I'm like, I definitely heard that somewhere. Can't remember where. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere on the internet. Oh, y'all got anything before we close this thing down? <laughs> we should probably close it down. Uh, well, just a, just a few more in case. Okay. Uh, just give you some direction for the end of the year. How about that? Let's finish off this list. So you definitely need to go skydiving. <laughs> and you need to go. Don't go to meet the end. They get a roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> they ain't got no permits. <laughs> go to Cheddar's. <laughs> Not. If your user resolutions <laughs> to go to Cheddar's more. Well, those are the same people Ooh. that celebrate media. Anyway, all right, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Learn a decent party trick. Okay. Ben's pretty good at party tricks. I'm just starting to bring Ben over to my party so we can entertain us. (laughs) I can definitely entertain people. Here's another one break a record. Break a record. Like a vinyl record? record? (laughs) No. Well, you can do that too. Break a record, I guess. Disco sucks, part of it. <laughs> wow, 1969. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, 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 150. <laughs> <laughs> the best one yet. Make a new friend a month. Okay, I don't know, I don't, I don't I don't know, know about, about that one. No. I, I, you know, my group. I, I like my t- my circle tight, and I'm about to let y'all into it here before long. <laughs> Oh, hey, I used that mug you gave me. Oh yeah, I used it tastes it twice. Good? I almost took a picture. You should have, but I didn't. You should have. You should took a picture, and we could have. We can post it up on uh, uh, what you call it uh, on our, our Twitter account. I can for, still do it, yeah. but I won't have the hot chocolate in it that uh, I had in it when I did it. Uh, awesome. Well, Pastor Cedars got an emergency phone call, so he had to step out. So, I mean, we're a minute and twenty something minutes in. We'll just go ahead and close it out there. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year's to you guys. Thanks for hanging in there. I hope you're liking everything we do. Like I said, give us a comment. Hit that five stars on it. Uh, Like it. All those great things. And we love you. This is The Refuge Project. I didn't know what you had.